Happy holiday. Chag Sameach. We know that uh, Tu Be'av is a very powerful holiday. Uh, I'm going to read in the Ta'anit, in the second of Ta'anit, Amar Rabban Shimon ben Gabriel, the Nasi, Rabban Shimon ben Gabriel, Lo ayu yamim tovim le'Israel, it's written, it wasn't better and good days to Israel. Ke'chamisha asar be'av, like the 15 days of Av, and ve'yom ha'kippurim. Somehow they put it together. Sheba'en, this day, tonight, b'not Yerushalayim, only the girls of Jerusalem. Yotzot bekli lavan she'ulin. They borrow a white dress. Why to borrow, right? Why to borrow a white dress? Why can't you go to Macy's and buy a white dress? Why to borrow? She'lo levayesh et bishehen lo. Not to make whoever doesn't have the white dress to be embarrassed or whoever doesn't have the dress. Vecholot bakramim and they dance. Vecholot is meaning mecholot. They dance in the kramim in the vineyard. Ma'oyu morot, what they used to say. Bachu, men, boy, young men. Sanayet enecha, raise your eyes, please. Or I guess the men used to work with the eyes down. And see what you're choosing for yourself. Of course, this is, this is the psukim that we know from the Talmud. But we got to get, because my specialty is Kabbalah and Hasidut, so we have to get to the inner meaning of things. We cannot have that meaning. That is the air condition on, I'm sorry. Ah, I don't know, I mean, uh, the light is in front of me. Uh, I mean, oh, for the name of love, but I'm still boiling here. For the name of love, I mean, um, I don't want to schwitz all the way. Thank you. Yes, Lavin. What kind of better things there is about those days? Mishar yamim tovim. Agmara be'atzva shu'ala. The Gemara is asking. So the Gemara answer, if we talk about Yom Kippurim, we make sense. What is happening in Yom Kippurim? Yom Kippurim, basically, k'mo Purim, right? Kippurim, k'mo Purim, like Purim. It's the day that everything is mechila. Everything is nimchal. Everything is being erased. All the negativity being erased. Yom Shiritnum Boruchot Achronot, Yom Kippur is also the day that the second tablet was given. Aval Tubeav, Mai, what is the idea of Tubeav? What, what are you getting from Tubeav? Tshuva, answer. There is memory, or we remember a few things. Shesamchu et Israel, that was happiness for Israel. Yom Shurutru Ashvatim, Lavu Zebaze, the day that they allowed different tribe to marry with each other because it was, you know, Binyamin with Binyamin, Naftali with Naftali. Yom Shutar Shavit Binyamin, Lavu Bakaal, the day that tribe Binyamin can come among people. Yom Shekalubo Metemit Baran also, the day that people in the desert stop dying. What does that mean? I don't know if you know, but after the sin of the Meraglim, of the spy, what used to happen was something very, uh, very simple. The people go into, they, they basically dig a grave. They dig a grave on before Tisha B'Av, and they go lying in the grave, and uh, that's Hashem. And usually, if you make it in 10 of Av, that's when you're staying alive another year. If you don't, this is it. I mean, people come and, you know, bury the person. Tisha B'Av is a memory for what we did. What did we do wrong? We couldn't see the good in it. We couldn't see the good in it. How are we doing there? We're doing okay? Air condition okay? Oh, thank you, thank you. So that's what used to say. So in Tubeav, 
it stopped. This whole thing to bury people and all this, it was also stopping to bear. So to bear is kind of also a day like like uh, like uh, Yom Kippur, but still not clear about the women dressing in white, dancing, veneer, boring the clothes, don't go to mazes, and so on and so on. So we need to we need to we need to understand that. We need to understand that uh, what is the meaning here. Uh, by the way, uh, I should say where I'm reading. I'm reading from the Admor of Brandwein. Admor Brandwein, those of you who don't know, you can read about him on Google after that. He was the main student of Rabbi Yudah Ashlag, Bala Sulam. And um, uh, he was the Admor of Stretten. If you know the Stretten Hasidim, used to be known in the pray, the way that they pray. They know how to pray. And it's a, we need to understand, we need to understand something deeper. They came out with white clothing or with white vessel. To borrow. Not to embarrass whoever doesn't have that clothing. We need to understand what does that mean to borrow a vessel? That's what it says. It doesn't say borrow just clothes. They call it vessel, kelim. What does that mean to borrow? So the story goes like this. Pa'am achat, shalachet b'no rabbi le'ezer shivakel etzer tzadikim acherim b'doroi. Those days in Chassidut, the father used to send the son to go visit other tzadikim, other righteous people, so the son can learn different style. So he sent him, maybe I shouldn't say the name, but the name has been mentioned. He sent him to another rabbi, very tough rabbi. And that rabbi was not kind to the son of Rabbi Lemelech. And usually if the son of Rabbi Lemelech comes to your house, of course you stop everything you do and you do whatever the son of Rabbi Lemelech wants. And of course, he ignore him Friday night, he ignore him Saturday morning. By third meal, this is the time, those of you who don't know, but in third meal, you're supposed to sit with yourself. That's what the Hasidim used to do. And it's no, no light, you close your eyes, you do it in Nefesh. And this is Ravad Ravin, meaning heaven is open. You have about five minutes, five to 10 minutes that you can meditate. And heaven is open. This is in Sauda Shilishit. Ra'ava de Ra'avin. The Zohar said Ra'ava means the Ratzon of the Ratzonot, the desire of all desire. Everything is open. And desire translated as Ratzon is Tzinor. Tzinor means pipe. Tzinor Tashef Abtuchim. Everything is open. So you can ask for things. This is the time you're allowed to ask for things, in, in, especially in, uh, in Sauda Shilishit. So, the son of Rabbi Eliezer doesn't know what to do. They're ignoring him. They don't say Shabbat Shalom to him. You know, it's embarrassing. He's a son of a big rabbi. And uh, he starts uh, speaking Yiddish. He says Tate. I guess Tate meaning father. I don't speak Yiddish. Versteinish. So Tate means, I guess, father. Father. Tate. Amar lo Rabbi Penchal v'dilma lav avivu. Said, you call, you call him your father? You think he's your father? Of course, he was even more embarrassed now. He go home to his father, back to Rabbi Elimelech. He tell him the whole story. Tell him his father, It's saying in the book of Dvarim, ask your father. But the word ask your father can be translated also as borrow him to you as a father. Borrow Hashem, the creator, as your father. What do we learn from that? How is that related to the girls borrow white clothes? Let's let's understand that. If a person really wants to enjoy Tu in the best capacity, from now, 
from sunset till tomorrow night צריכים להרגיש את האור של תשובה מאהבה a person has to get to a level of something called תשובה מאהבה תשובה מין repentance from love we know there is repentance from fear you're becoming a better person because you're afraid something will happen to you or you're becoming a better person because the love that you have taught the creator is tremendous you can't stop it so how do you do it צריך האדם להתאים את עצמו שירגיש את עצמו שלם If you really want to make tshuva me'ava, if you really want to make repentance from love, you have to feel perfection about yourself. So it sounds like ego. Listen to this. Ki acheret en baruch mitabek pe'aru. There is a law that say, it's called the laws of spiritual affinity. It's called in the Hebrew, shivui tzura, spiritual affinity, shivui tzura. And it's written, en baruch mitabek pe'aru. The blessed one cannot be close to the cursed one. If you feel that you are the worst person, if you feel that you are not amazing in your spirituality, the Creator said, no problem. I will wait for you until you become better. There is some Jewish things that I don't know where we got it from. I don't think it came from Judaism, that we like to beat ourselves up. We like to say, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. And we believe God will get closer to us because of that. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with me? Some people even fast on Yom Kippur because they feel if they're fasting on Yom Kippur and they're suffering enough, now Hashem gets closer to us. It doesn't work this way. There is a laws of affinity. Shivui Tzura. And the laws of affinity say something very simple. If you want the Creator to get closer to you, you have to be exactly like the Creator. Like Tertin Midot. Like the idea of how you think of yourself. If you don't think of yourself that you're great, then don't expect the Creator to think of you as great. Because there is a, uh, since I moved to New York, there is a minhag. I find that there is a tradition in synagogue. I see that people beat themselves up and expecting God to love them now. No! It's not Yadut. It's not Judaism. It's, it's never been Judaism that you beat yourself up. Yes, there is time for it. Slach lanu kichatanu, macholanu kipashanu. You know, there is time. Or if you want to do tikkun chatzot, not tonight, but you can do, beat yourself up a little bit, no problem. But there's no such a thing that you're supposed to feel you're the worst. Even when you do tshuva on Elul, you should not give it more than 15 minutes to crush yourself what's wrong with you. Be careful, because it's like Avodah Zarah. Because you're busy with, when you beat yourself up, who are you busy with? Hashem or yourself? Who are you busy with? No, Mehmet, who are you with yourself? It's not the style. So then when you lose that affinity, it's no longer, Hashem is no longer connected to you. So when you are coming into everything, a woman comes to do challah. Can you imagine before she makes the challah, she says, I'm the worst baker that exists. But you know what? I'm going to make it anyway. Actually, it exists in Judaism. I mean, there is, there is a Jewish guilt, right? A Jewish guilt. A Jewish guilt, it doesn't have to be with words. It can be with the sound of a voice. Eh, you know, that is... And this is it. This is it. You know, I don't have money. This is life. What can I do? Can't do that. Can't do that because there is no affinity. You want a change in your life? Tonight is a gate. But to make that gate open, you have to feel shalem. You have to feel complete. If you feel you're lousy, if you feel you're not spiritual enough, if you feel you're the worst, forget about it. God will wait for you until you feel better. When you feel better, what, what can I help you with? Because you cannot come to the king 
with a terrible clause. Where is it written? Megillat Esther. In Megillat Esther, what is it written? En lavo belevush sak el amelech. You don't come to the king. Megillat Esther, those of you who don't know, when it said the word amelech, they talk about God. And say, Achashverosh, it's Achashverosh, but amelech is God. So it's written, you cannot come to God's chamber when you feel terrible about yourself. So what does it say? People who feel that I'm not there yet. I'm not Raui. I'm not Madrega. If you're Ashkenazi, you say Madrega. If you're Sfaradi, like I said yesterday, say Raui. And that time the evil inclination come to confuse us. Confuse us and play with us. And the Yetzirah, the evil inclination start to remind you all what he did wrong. So it can get the person to be depressed. And the Shekhinah cannot dwell on you until you be happy. Shekhinah do not come to depress people. I'm so sorry for the bad news. Shekhinah come to people with a smile. Why is smile is important? Somebody asked, yesterday, asked me yesterday, why is smiling is so important? So I heard it from a different Mekubal, and he teach me that, it's beautiful. He say, your smile, if you're familiar with that alachot, it's called Reshut Arabim. It's called the public domain. Your smile not belong to you. Your smile is part of society. If you don't smile, you make society look bad. Smile is Reshut Arabim. You gotta smile. Sometimes I don't wanna smile. <laughs> to smile. Why? It's Reshut Arabim. It's not Reshut Arabim. You have to smile. So what to do? You want to know what you do when you're depressed, when you're not feeling good? Ask yourself a question. In the end of time, when Mashiach will come, your soul will be perfect in that time? Do you believe in it? I mean, you said, those of you who read the 30 Karim, those of you who know the Karim, I hope some of you believe eventually we have Mashiach and Betvidashu. You believe if you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to. But if you do believe, in the end of time, do you feel you're gonna become a tzaddik when God comes from heaven, Bet Amikdash, everything? Do you believe that eventually you're gonna become a tzaddik? Somebody have doubts, don't, don't be shy, you can challenge me. Do you believe you can be a tzaddik eventually? Yes or no? What, what, what's where is it waiting? No, seriously, it's a good question. Maybe I should stop here. This is important conversation. Because I look at your face and some of your face is like. Well, I'm not sure, because last year I did something that, really? Do you really feel that you're going to correct yourself? Or the Creator will correct you? It's an ego to think that you, you are the one to change. And because I cannot change myself, there is no chance for me to become a better person. But it's not you. It's the Creator. Help you to become better. What do you think? When you choose to do good things, do you think it's you? It's really you? This is a, a joke. Sometimes I hear people say, I chose to become better today. No. The creator is the Baal Shem to write. Put it in your mind to become better today. At that moment, what? You have Bechira, how to do it. You can do it Derech Torah or Derech Yisurim. You can either suffer to get to that point, or either you can study to get to that point. That's the only Bechira you have. You don't have Bechira to do it or not. So if a person lets you study Torah, it will be easier to get to that point that he know that he can get to perfection. Because he know, he starts studying, he realizes it's all the story. What does it say? Why we repeat 50 times 
the pasuk Ani Hashem Amotziecha Meretz Yisrael. I'm God that took you out of Egypt. Why we repeat it? Egypt was the worst level a human being can get into. We can never get to Egypt level with our evil and sin. We are a joke. Our sin. The angel look at our sins. <laughs> What's this? They cannot even overcome their own little sin. In Egypt, it was 49 level of Tumah. There's nothing lower than that. So why is God always mentioned, again, I took you out of Egypt, to remind you that even if you will be in the worst place of your life, God can get you out of it. But you have to remember, it's not you. It's the ego to give yourself a credit that you, the idea of choosing better is even that come from the Creator. The Rambam wrote a book that's called Mor uh, Moren and Vokim. I don't know, the, the name is kind of long in English, forgive me. Yes, that's, that's the name. Okay, Moren <laughs> In the Moren he writes about Pchira Chofshit, the free will. Like, is free will really exist? Is it really exist? Well, he says, meaning to make a person feel good that I'm choosing. But truly, God give it in your mind. Why don't you choose better? And all this. But if you choose Torah, you study, it gives you a better idea how to choose better. Uh, Hashem said to you, choose life. Meaning, you're supposed to choose it, but what makes you choose it? When you get closer to spiritual community, to read more Torah, slowly, slowly, you start choosing better. There is another way. Both of them work, by the way. Suffering. Somebody gets sick, loses money, loses relationship. Everything starts to go wrong. Then they get better, too. Both ways are okay. Nobody tells you what to do. But the way of Torah is much easier and, and shorter. So, I'm going to ask again. Do you believe that the tzaddik in you, the tzaddik in you, will be like an onion, remove all the clipot, all the shells around you, until they get the righteous person in you when Mashiach will come? It's a very important question. It's good that I stopped to ask it because I look at your expression on your face. Thank God I changed my glasses. I can see your expression. Do you believe? This is this is yes or no question there. So far. not long no. question. No, it's not the long, yeah, no. It's either yes or no. Either yes or no question. Yes or no. Yes or no. No. no you don't believe. Yeah. So this is a kofer. Person who don't believe that God can get you out of Egypt. Well, yeah, for everybody. For you, you're, it's considered kfira. Why? If you don't believe that God get the Jewish people out of Egypt, you have to work on your emunah in Hashem. That's when your old filot, your old mitzvot, you have to restart everything from scratch. If you cannot believe that the Creator get you out of Egypt, what is your yetzerah? The worst thing you did, you killed, you steal. How bad they were in Egypt? Worse than you can even imagine. The worst of the worst. You still get them out of Egypt. You know what mean avadim mean? Avadim means slave. Slave to the evil side. Slave to paro. Avadim paro. If you don't believe in that, how do you walk in the street? How do you pray to Hashem? What do you pray to Hashem for? What do you pray? You hold the sidur and you say, Hashem, what do you say? What do you say? Help me to become stronger against my Yetzirah. Hashem can take you from here. All what you have to say is, say, Father, get me out of here. So what is Rabbi Brandwein telling us? What if you don't have it? You are like, like Sofa. You don't have it. You don't have the, the Muna enough to know that Hashem can do it for you. You know, you think you kill 20 people, you steal from 20 banks, you know, you, you did the worst avonot. Now, how can God can take you out of, of this? 
How can God do it? So he say, I'll borrow you a father. You're going to look for the sin, and it's not actually there. All the, as they say in Yevamot, all the worst thing you did will turn into a mitzvah. Everything you did bad turned into a mitzvah. That's why they came out with Sheulim, they borrow the white clothes. But what does that mean, borrow the white vessel? You borrow for yourself your potential, you of the future. That's the new concept, my friend, to be have. What is to be have? I have me, perfect in the future. I have me, I robbed few banks, I killed few people, now what am I gonna do? Well, what's my chances? No chances. But I'm a tzaddik. I'm a Rosh Yeshiva. I'm, I'm the head of the head of Sanhedrin. That's who I am. In the end of time, when Mashiach will come, I'm the head of the Sanhedrin. So I want to borrow a little bit from the future, take it into the present, and use that as a vessel to draw the light of the Creator. Because sometimes you're so depressed over what you did that that will never give you a chance to do anything new. So you come to Bekechala, what are you busy with? All the bad things you did, don't Bekechala, please. Just stop. You're about to light a candle. You feel depressed. Don't light a candle. Stop. Just stop. Just don't do that. Why? Because what are you doing? It's Avodah Zarah. It's idol worshiping. You don't believe really God can get you out of it. So who are you lighting the candle for? For yourself? Oh, I need some light in the house. Let's light the candle for Shabbat. Don't. It's a joke. The candle of Shabbat is for connecting to Hashem. Connected to the one who get you out of Eretz Mitzrayim. The one who get you out of Egypt. If you don't believe he can get you out of your misery, then who, who are you talking to? Who, to you? To your power? You can get yourself out of Egypt. Wow. This is very important concept. And I hope, whoever listen, LA, London, whoever you are, just to get into the idea of Sheulin, to borrow the white cloth. Now we know what it means to borrow white vessel, he said. Kelim Sheulin, to borrow it, to borrow my potential from the future. Who are you in the future? Perfection. I'm under percent tzaddik, pure tzaddik. Now, eh. Lousy, kill few people, rob few banks. Unfortunately, how do I correct such a thing? Aha! In the future, I shall get me out of Egypt. I'm going to borrow this, Eliyahu, bring him here. And through that, I'm start to worship Hashem. If you coming to Shabbat and you feel for a second, for a second, you're coming to pray to Hashem. Who's praying to Hashem? What are you doing in Lechadodi? Why are we facing the West? not the East, when we say boy kala, because we bring the kala, the wife of Hashem, to be the, the, the chatan. Who is the chatan? Kadosh Baruch Hu, Kucha Baruch Hu, Yodke Vavke. Who is coming? The Shekhinah. We make shalom between them. There is a wedding. Friday night is a wedding. Every Friday night is a wedding. They, where was the kala? Where was the bride? Where was she? In the misery. Shkurani v'nava keshoshana v'nachuchim. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm dark and dirty, but don't forget I'm beautiful. That's what the Kala said to God. I am, I am the one who's beautiful, but because of the Avonot, because of the exile, look at me, what happened to me. The sun burned my, my skin. So the Kala said to I'm no, I'm nothing. But now we tell the Kala, Shabbat is different. Shabbat, we elevated to Tzaddikim. So now I'm telling the Kala, come meet your husband. On Shabbat, you can do it. Every time you come to Shabbat, 
Remember that. If you're busy with what you did wrong, be careful. Don't ever let even the mind for even a split of a second to think of what, what's wrong with you. From Friday night coming, whoop, you're tzaddik. Tzaddik, you are the most righteous person. Now, some people ask me, well, if I feel tzaddik, I will have ego. If you have ego, you're busy with your nonsense. You're busy with what's wrong with you. Tzaddik don't have ego. What ego about what? Who get me out of Egypt? Me? I couldn't get myself out of Egypt. The creator get me out of Egypt. So what am I here to do? To say thank you. To appreciate, to have gratitude. That's what I'm here to do. Because I know I couldn't do it. I know I could not overcome my addiction. I know I could not overcome my anger. I know I could not overcome my lust. I know I could not overcome my judgment. I keep judging people. I keep judging people. What do I do? Hashem. This is the Avodat Hashem Amitit, the real Avodat Hashem. Because I see a lot of people that worship Hashem, they truly believe it's up to them. Up to them. It's up to them to ask for help. Ask for help from the Creator that gets you out of Mitzrayim. Tonight, my friend, it's a very special night. It's too bad. I'm going to read about love and about Benezug, uh, uh, soulmate, and explain everything from, from the Arizal. But before we're doing that, what is love? According to Kabbalah, what is love? Because love always starts in heaven and then it's coming all the way down here. What is love? Mazahava. Ahava is an evolution. It starts from not a lot and then it grows into a beautiful thing. How does it start? It starts always with bitush. Bitush meaning like that. That's called bitush, fighting. Something is wrong. According to the Arizal, there is three types of people in your life that connect into your soul. The one you hate for no reason, the one you love for no reason, and the one you get jealous from or you're jealous of them. This is the only three people that you come here to do work with. So you have to look for them. Who do I hate for no reason? Who do I love for no reason? Or who make me jealous? This is it. The rest of the people don't worry about them. Nothing going on, nothing. Somebody make you angry, make you upset. Ah, there is Avodah. There is opportunity. So for that reason, love has to go to four stages. Stage number one, you can't stand them. You hate them. You hate them so bad. But you decide to send them Mishloch Manot. You don't want Mishloch Manot. They pour him the, the plate with the cookies. So you send them Mishloch Manot. They decide to give you Mishloch Manot. Start a relationship. You start liking each other. Then they, they come to Pesach. They invite you. They invite you. Then you invite them for Shvish and Pesach. It's a, this is the first level of love. This is considered the first level of love. Because you will fight, but now because you give gift to each other, mazal tov, you're good. Second level of love. You never hate each other before. But when you met each other first time, you gave them the first mishloch monot, and they give you the first mishloch monot. So you never fight. So now your love is depending on that gift to one another. That's called second level of love. Third level of love. Third level of love is that you are actually find out that those people are perfect. They tzaddikim. They're such a tzaddikim, you cannot find nothing wrong with them. And you love them unconditionally. It's not absolute love because you don't know everything about them. But from what you know, you love them. So it's not absolute love, but it's unconditional love. Follow me? Yes, 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 yes. Fourth level of love. You know everything about them and you love them unconditionally and absolute love. And of course, come here the question. 
When I gave this lecture in Ma'ale Domim, those of you know, unfortunately today was a pigou there, was a bomb, was a shooting. Ma'ale Domim is not far from Yerushalayim. So I gave this lecture actually there, and somebody asked me, where do I find the fourth level people? So I could love them. <laughs> and I say, it's not to do fine, it's where are you in life? Where are you in life? Are you in life in the fourth level, first level, second, third, maybe not even starting yet? Are you in the level that you're fighting with everybody, but you try to make it better by giving gift and sending letter, and it's okay to give somebody a gift to become your friend? What's the continuation? Make yourself a rabbi and in English? Buy yourself a friend. Buy. Meaning for me, we learn you're supposed to even buy them coffee, buy them gift. It's allowed. Buy. Come, give him gift. There is a card for Macy's to buy the white clothes. Here it is. So for me, we learn from who is your friend? Who is, who is, how do you get to love? You have to get to the fourth level. What is the fourth level? I don't see nothing wrong with you. And I love you unconditional and absolute. That's what the person reached at that level, at least with one person. It's have to be at least with one person in one lifetime. You have to reach it. This mitzvah, you have to reach one. one. And who are you supposed to practice? With your family, usually. Family is with your wife, husband, kids, somebody in the family. Father, mother, you have to get to unconditional love. Father, mother, you don't commit uh, to love them, but to respect them. You're supposed to respect them, you don't have to love them, by the way. Because some people have issues, you know, parents' issues. But respect is at least. Think about it. Love is not who do you meet, is where are you in life. All right? Before I'm going to Rabbi Isaac Luria, this is Rabbi Isaac Luria, or maybe we start with simple thing from the Zohar, then I let you ask questions. I'm sure your mind is going like, I have so many questions. I don't feel I'm going to be tzaddik. All right? Anyway, I'm reading now from Parashat Lech Lecha. From the Zohar of Lech Lecha, Pasuk Shen Shin Menvav. Very simple, everybody will understand it. From the Zohar, sometimes people hear Zohar, say, oh, I'm not ready yet, I'm not in that Madrega. You know? But even Rabbi Eliezer Papo, it is Peleyoetz, right? You're supposed to be six years old when you start reading Zohar. But nobody read the book. I mean, one rabbi, one of the top rabbi of the city, Rabbi Shaul from Safra Ah, those of you who don't know, is Yadin Yadin, meaning it's the highest level of Rabbanut. Most people don't know who he is. But he's like Dayan, he's the top level of, of being a rabbi, you know? So, and he read this book for the community there, and I'm telling him, wow, soon you're gonna get the letter Zion when everybody have to read Zohar. I'm not there yet. So, okay, we're getting there. <laughs> you need to know, maybe I read it in English so it will be easier in, in time. All those souls that coming to the world, all the souls that come to the world, they're all coming uh, uh, in two, um, and, uh, and, and they divide it to male and female. And when they come to this world, they split. So every soul has a female side and a male side. But when they're coming to this world, the female become a, a, a girl and the male become a boy. And then Rabbi Trak said that God will say, but plony le plony, meaning this will be with this, this will be with that. Okay. So, it's go like this. And there is a specific angel who's making sure it happened. 
And this, the name of this angel, if you want to know, is them is I can I'm allowed to say it, is them is Laila. That's that's the in charge of all this situation. Who is going where and who is with who? That's his name. It's kind, of, it's kind of a weird name. I mean, for an angel, Laila. I mean, Laila means those of you speak Hebrew, uh, night. And when they come down, they they give it to him the soul to say, hey, that's yours. And uh, sometimes one come uh, uh, earlier than the other. And when the time, when it's time for them to meet each other, uh, the creator put everybody together with the soul, with the body. And uh, he's announcing you and you too. Go. You are one soul. Because the chibur in the wedding is not two souls. It's one. One soul that was split. Everybody, you know, split to different direction. And the creator putting them back together. And then they become one body, one soul, and they are right and left, and they complete each other, where the female is the receiving force, and the male is the giving force. Don't take it the wrong way. It doesn't make the female less, or the male more. It's just like, how do I this? Like electricity, minus and plus. It's, it's nothing minus is negative. It's like what create uh, a, a, a circuit, what create the all electricity. So the woman has to be the receiving force, okay? And the male is, is the sperm, the woman is the egg, to that you have a child. So that's the unification. That's the needed. For that, that reason, the way the woman shares is by receiving. Women share by receiving in a pure way. Receiving of a woman in a pure way has to be, I receive for the sake of sharing. Meaning I'm only receiving to give pleasure to the person to give me. Meaning I don't want a cup of tea but I know how much pleasure it's going to give you to give me a cup of tea, you know what? I do want a cup of tea. And that makes the, the male aspect of the soul being very happy. Thank you. Because the male, those of you who don't know, want to share. He's born with Zeranpin, it's called. It's the need to share. Can help himself. A man who doesn't want to share like a cheap man, there is, there is more a female aspect in his soul. That's how you know, by the way, in reincarnation. You know something is off. A male who doesn't enjoy to share, Something has been off there. All male automatically want to give. They can't help themselves. They want to give more than the person wants to ask. More, way more. It's actually they feel proud. They feel, oh, <laughs> uh, can you make me an omelet? Of course, I can impress you too. You know, so this is this is the male energy. Well, well, for the female, it's different. I'm talking about the body and the soul. From the female, it's different because it's difficult for them to receive. I grew up only with sister. I didn't, I didn't have any brother. So, of course, my sister has to go on a date, she do, or something like this. I mean, they don't eat, basically. They don't eat. They, they eat, I don't know, they have a glass of tea and a, and a tomato, Israeli salad at that time. And when they come home, I, I'm the brother, I'm the seer. So they come home, Rabibi, there was all the, the, the food from the refrigerator. And of course, get out of here. We're we hungry. So what happened? Because for a female, for a woman to show her desire, it's kind of a little bit of embarrassed. You don't want to show your desire because you know that you are the receiving for. You are the mind who is supposed to receive. Just do it in a pure way. For the male, also when you do the giving, don't do it with ego. Don't do it from the point of, I'm, I'm giving you. I'm taking care of you. I'm the one. I'm bought you. Look what I... I mean, you ever uh, see a conversation between a husband and wife? It's a, maybe in America it's different, but in Israel it's kind of funny. The husband comes to the wife and you go, uh, I bought you those shoes. It costs $200. And 
And the wife answered, a lot of time, I hear conversation, it makes me laugh. And the wife looked at him, but I don't like it. So what do you mean you don't like it? I don't like it. But it's $200. And there is a whole conversation going on that he doesn't get it. He spent $200 and she doesn't like it. How can that be? What is he looking for? He's looking for a compliment for, for what? For his performance. She's want to know if it's nice or not nice. Very simple. Like it, it's not nice. It's still, I don't care how much it costs. It's still not nice. I'm so sorry, but it's not nice. So a very different vibration. And that's why a lot of time couples are fighting because there is misunderstanding what type of compliment the man want. The man is the sharing aspect, want compliment over his performance. Performance. I perform. I want to say, I want to get thank you. For, for the female, it's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. Is how you're taking care, how you cherish. It's a very different. Malchut and Zeranpin, very, very different. So, you, you connect the person according to his level. And if he married, then his soulmate will meet him. If he's not married, his soulmate will not meet him. So, what to do? Let's say you feel you are a tzaddik already. To behav, you tzaddik. Be'ezemakom, where do you look for your soulmate? What do you do? It say a person should sell everything he has to meet a woman that will be a daughter of, of a scholar. It doesn't have to be a rabbi, but Talmud Chacham, somebody who studied Torah. A daughter of a person who studied Torah, always known to have generation to come of Talmud Chachamim. This is, this is the section from the Zohar they talk about like uh, how it happened. Now, before I'm going into uh, Arizal, Rabbi Isaac Lurian, Agdama Esrim, yeah, it is Agdama Esrim, I think, in uh, 20, in this section, they give you the old details of what exactly going on with soulmate. It's called Bat Zugoshal Adam, soulmate according to Rabbi Isaac Lurian. But before that, I would like to open it for question. Because I gave you a few idea. So far, it's like with the oh, yeah. Uzi. Emuna. So, do you believe you will do it one day? Well, nobody in history did it except for David Amelech. But you believe you will do it one time, like David Amelech? Do you believe you will be more than Moshe Rabbeinu? No. So you don't believe in God. Can, can God make you can God make you more than Moshe Rabbeinu? But can God make you more than Moshe Rabbeinu? Question. Yes. So it's not you. Don't be busy with you. Busy with God. That's the Shinui of Avodat Hashem. This is the change of Avodat Hashem of the Baal Shem Tov. What Baal Shem Tov brought to the world? Baal Shem Tov brought to the world. He says, Shiviti Hashem Lenigdi Tamid. I put the name of God in front of me all the time. No, said Baal Shem Tov. Shiviti Shaveh. Shaveh means equal. What is being equal? You need to understand how the Creator works. If you have, you woke up in the morning to pray, don't give credit to yourself. First stop, say, hey Hashem, thank you for waking me up. You are swallowed the food. Hey, thank you for the food that I swallowed. Baal Shem Tov reach a level, the highest level of Avata Katosh Baruch because you reach a level that he can worship Hashem, the Creator, in a way that he understands that everything is from the Creator, but everything. 
Now, if you become like a Baal Shem Tov, is it good enough for you? No? More than enough. Good. Let me tell you, the creator can take a person me'ashpot yari mevion. Remember the pasuk. Me'ashpot, from the garbage, yari mevion. Let me tell you a story. There is a story that usually they tell about the Jose of Lublin, the Seer of Lublin. The Seer of Lublin used to work with a lot of people, a lot of wild people that far away from spirituality, far away. And uh, he was able with his unique way, bless you, he was able with the unique way to bring them back to become tzaddikim. And listen to that story that the Jose of Lublin said. His ilula was just Tisha B'Av. It was a person that he was the most famous playboy of that town, of where the Jose Lovlin lived. And I don't need to tell you what, what the playboy is. Playboy is a playboy, you know. So what to do? He's uh, uh, doing whatever his playboy are doing. In that Friday, the Jose Lovlin going to pray in shul. The wife of the Jose Lovlin realized that she ran out of candle, no money. They were very poor. They were very, very poor. So what happened? She's going to the street and pray to Hashem, Hashem, please, please, I need, I need two rubles, I need two, two shekel, just to buy a candle. Two shekel. It is it? It's for you. Very important story. Two shekel. And then, that playboy passing by, you see that woman looking for a candle. Say, why are you crying? So well, I'm looking for a candle. So what do you need? Well, how can I help? I say, well, I'm looking for two shekel, two ruble, just to pay for candle. I say, here is ten ruble. So she look at him, she bless him. I'm wishing for you that Hashem will open your mind, eyes, to see the light of the Creator. Okay. It is Friday evening. She goes, she light the candle. In the meantime, Jose Lovlin pray. He doesn't pray like us. We pray, the body is here, the soul is here. When the Jose Lovlin pray, the soul leaves the body. It's go up to heaven. And the body stay here. That's why there is tradition that people don't move while they pray. And there's tradition people don't move. He go to heaven, the angel show him the situation, say, listen, your wife <laughs> just bless this terrible person. We custom that you bless because you can see, you have a way to see people if they have a potential. But she's not blessing. We got a problem with that, the angel said. He said, can I see the situation? He said, you don't want to see the situation. So please, they open the curtain of heaven and they show him what he's doing now. That playboy, that's famous playboy. He said, that's, that's who she blessed. Can you imagine? He said, can I make a deal with you? He said, sure. He said, I want you to give me one hour from heaven, like to borrow one hour of his future potential. So he can feel the light of the creator right now. Can you let him feel that? He said, one hour, no problem. We can do that. They let him feel this one hour. What happened? Suddenly he's looking around. He said, what am I doing in this place? <laughs> Such a joke. Because being a sinner, meaning you're thinking small. Being a righteous, you're thinking big. Not the other way around. You get out of that place, and he's so lost. He said, wow, what am I doing here? And he started looking for a purpose. He started looking for a purpose, walking around. He go to the place where he gave that shekel for the candle. You see a light. You see this, at that time, the seal of the was very poor. You see a shack. 
You go in there, the house is about to fall. When you open the door, you say, Shalom, I'm kind of lost. And the woman see him, hey, you are, come in, eat with us for Friday night. And he said, from that day, he became the student of the Sea of Lovlin, become tzaddik, that person. So the point is, every human being, and I see that a lot of time, people judge people. If you ever see a person, the worst sinner that you can see, that person can be way more righteous than your entire dream. If you don't have it in you, then you don't have true emunah and Hashem. You are not the one who's going to change him. If a rabbi help people, anything he helping people, that rabbi has a problem. A rabbi knows that I only can get them closer to Hashem, and Hashem, the Creator, can take that person and make them out of Mitzrayim. Remember that when you pray, when you study Torah, when you eat, everything is the Creator. That's the emunah. Please, please remember that. I feel like it's needed to be saying it tonight because uh, a lot of time those things are being missing. I'm reading now Agdama Kaf. We already explained. Is reincarnation applied for men or for women as well? Because usually women don't reincarnate, only men. Women don't have to come into this world. Women are volunteers here. Women don't have to get married. Men have to get married. There is no chava on women to get married. Women don't have to give birth. Men have to give birth. But men cannot give birth. So what, what to do? You need a woman to give birth. You need to, I mean, it's not nice to say it, and I hope I'm not making the men in the house upset with me, but I'm just reading. I'm not sharing my opinion. It's not my opinion. It's the opinion of Rabbi Chaim Vital and Rabbi Isaac Luya. It's hard to put two people like the splitting of the Red Sea. There is different time when people come together. Does that mean people marrying the second time are better than the first? Or does that mean the second reincarnation is better than the first? We don't know. So let's see what Rabbi Chaim Vital is teaching us. It says if you want to find all the secret about it, you can read the section from the Zohar called Parashat Mishpatim. In Parashat Mishpatim, it's talking about Eved Ivri, Eved Klani, all the laws of slave. It says it's not about slave. It's a code about the soul that comes to the world. When the person comes for the first time in a reincarnation to this lifetime, if he came here, then his soulmate born in the same time with him. When the time for him will come to meet her, and connect to her, it happened in a second that they meet each other. No work, no hard work, they meet each other right away. But if he sin, if he did, he commit a crime, and because of that crime, he must reincarnate. I hope those of you who never heard the word reincarnation, I'm sorry for you. Reincarnation exists in Judaism, start in Judaism, exists in Judaism. You say it in Kriyat Shema every night. It exists. Unfortunately, most rabbis don't teach it, but reincarnation exists. The only religion that don't believe in reincarnation is Catholic. That's the only religion. Like, then, if the man sin last lifetime, say so he has to come back next lifetime. Is the woman have to come with him? She volunteered to come with him, otherwise he will never make it. So she has to come with him. She has to come with him. I mean, I tell you, uh, 
in the night after the wedding, it's not motivational what I'm about to say, but it needed to be said. In the night after the wedding, half of his problem go to her. So if he's 100% angry, 50% of his anger, whoops, go to her. If he has that issue, whoops, go to her. Because they have to share two people fighting the same enemy. They need to know when they're getting married. When I, when I do wedding, I always look at the bride and the groom. I always tell them, don't worry about the time that you love each other. Worry the time that you cannot stand each other. That's when the love is happening. Everybody, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. The wedding is nice. The borekas, the trina, the hummus. Da, 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 da. Uh, Habibi, there is a whole life after that. There's a whole life. The socks will be on the floor. Or the dishes will be forgotten to be washed. Or he's uh, not this. And he's too loud. And this, 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 something's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's when uh, just the level of love. Love is not being tested when everything is perfect. Love is only going to be tested when nothing is working. <laughs> nothing is working. So when the man come because of last lifetime, he come with a sin. He did something wrong. He did something wrong. So she come to help him with whatever went wrong. Why? What happened at that time? The forces, I don't want to say the name of the angel at night, there is a specific angel who want to prevent her from meeting him. Because if she meet him, she can actually help him to fix himself. So they, the angels come and make sure they will fight. Every day, just fight. Make sure you fight. Especially after 1 p.m. On, on Friday night. This is usually the fight between couples. Careful. 1 p.m. after Friday, just don't talk. I always tell people, new couples, first year, don't talk after 1 p.m. Just, just don't talk. You go do kegel, you do maluhiya, you do hummus. Go, 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 go away from each other. Go do mikveh. Don't talk. Go to shul. Don't. Just don't talk after 1 People think it's because of the pressure of the candle with the Shabbat, with the silver, and you got to put the wine. Put... No, no, no. It's just the energy. Remember, before Shabbat, this is the energy of them ktatot. So for that reason, it's very difficult to put them together. It's a real soulmate. But they've been together, and he damaged. It's always the man, by the way. It's always the man. I'm sorry for all the men. It's always the men who are damaging the thing. It's not the woman. When a woman, uh, that's not motivational to say what happened to the women, right? That's in different class. That's in reincarnation classes. It's really unmotivational. I will tell you, I will tell you the truth in a different time. Uh, the woman tikkun, if you know what the word tikkun, the, the correction, the, what she came to correct is not in this olam. It's not here. So she come here to make sure she volunteers. This is such a chasadim, such a chesed. She take the man, and that's why, if you remember with Abraham and Sarah, whatever Sarah is telling you, Hashem said to Abraham, listen to her. What does that mean? Hashem gave Sarah to Abraham so he can change him. He need to change. He need to change. Listen to the woman. Now, why the Gemara, it says that there is two types of women that a man can meet, and two of them can change him. He say one is Kalbata. I don't want to translate it into... It's the B words in English, right? Kalbata is a female shela kelev. Kelev, female shelo. The female of the dog, kalbata. So what does that mean? A man sometimes need to be, that's what he's saying, the continuation, need to be the woman that uh, take all his money, take all his life, make him divorce. But don't hate her. Because she's the preparation for his badzuk, for his soulmate. 
So a lot of time you're going to hear a man who went to a terrible, terrible relationship before, and then, whoops, but Zug is up here. Mama Kara, well, the other one empty his pocket. They, 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 they destroy him. Basically, finish. And the other spiritual woman come. Because the woman, there is two types. They want to pull him up because the man is in Kabbalah called the Arabin. So there is woman of Bina, meaning they want to pull him up. And there is Malchut. They want to pull him down. There's two types. And if the man is going just after the woman to pull him down, Malchut, and unfortunately, she will pull him down. They want to pull him up. She teach him how to forgive. Sit and study. She put the book in the table. We give a glass of tea. Say, study a book. Get closer to your creator. Don't worry about me. We're close enough. Don't worry about me. Just study. But there's a woman of Malchut. What about me? You don't give me enough attention. It's my birthday. It's my this. It's my that. That's Malchut. Woman of Bina want the husband to get closer to the creator more than just to get close to her. That's a woman of Bina. This is a two level of consciousness. It doesn't mean that you are totally avoiding the woman. What the sacrifice the woman do for a spiritual husband is more than anything you can imagine. Taking care of the kids, she's a mother, she's everything. So that's what the Ari uh, is 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 uh, is right to us. Bina achatu agilgul ba'anashim ve'lo ba'anashim. Women don't reincarnate. They don't have to. They don't have to reincarnate. Sometimes if they did something terrible, God forbid, if they kill and all this and that, we should maybe get all the name and whoever want to study about reincarnation, I will tell you who reincarnate way. But it's not motivational lecture. It's not. It's depressing. Like if you did this, you become that. I'll give you one example. Person who has gava, ego, usually reincarnate in a queen of B. Queen of B, right? That's how you say, Malkat Advorot. Why? Because they say you want to be respected. Hashem says, I will make sure you'll be respected. Put you in the bees, all the bees will respect you. Here, here you go. So the reincarnation, Dari tell in this book, specific. This do this, this Avon, this reincarnation. This Avon, this reincarnation. Every Avon has a reincarnation. You want that this for the people at home. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here in New York today. And thank you for everyone. Join us on YouTube channel. Please make sure you like the video, putting a like, and subscribe to the channel so you never miss a study with us. And if you have a question or comment, please leave it, leave a comment in the section, and I will make sure, Blinader, to respond. And if you think this study can help someone, mm -hmm, share it with them. Thank you so much. So if you have one question to ask God, what is that question? Oh, if I, me, as a young, yes. want to ask God. It's a good question. I didn't think about that question, but uh, it really hit me uh, with that. Um, what can I ask God? Uh, you can answer it a lot. No, no, I love that. No, I love that. Let me, let me go to the process of thinking. What? This is a great question. What can I ask God? Uh, I would like to ask the creator uh, what is the shortest way to end up the exile, to end up the Galut of Am Israel, to end up this exile, Galut Edom. Like if if I can know, even if I, I don't uh, uh, maybe in this level yet, I still want to be able to know how to help people to end up the Galut. I want to know the trick. I want to know the way. If there is a way to make it in the shortest way, because unfortunately everything in spirituality has to be earned. 
And uh, when we look at our generation, all of us, uh, it's difficult because people don't have enough desire. What's missing in our generation is desire. We don't have enough desire. People think they have desire. The worst sin of this generation is desire. They think they have big desire. It's a joke. Our desire is a joke. Even the sinner, it's nothing compared to the sin you read in the Torah. It's like that. So I would like to know how, how to go about it. Uh, because my plan, I mean, is truly uh, to change the world. We're doing it in Israel, we're doing it in London, we're doing it in LA, we do start doing it in New York and Florida. But David B, I mean, when we commit to do what we do, is basically to change the way people think in their mind and how to connect people to the Creator. Because we believe there is a way to get out of this exile berachamim, as it's written in Pasha of Nassau. Uh, I just need help. I just need what direction to go. But thank you for the question. It's, uh, it's worked me up. Appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. So that, I think Sophie was raising the hand. Oh, I was going to ask. The men talk more than LA. Yeah. In LA, only the girls ask questions. It's funny. Right? It's very unique. And what? I cannot hear. Any, any, any question now. It's open for It's a small group. I like it. So you can ask any question. If it will be a lot, you should say two questions because then we stay here forever. Yeah, go ahead. No, I heard a concept. I don't know if it's going to see if it's true or not that uh, a man, if he's like not modest with himself, he's a little bit dog or something. Like no, no. Dog is a different Gilgul. I cannot mention it now, but we create a class and I tell you, dog, what Gilgul, Khatul, what is Gilgul. Every animal is a Gilgul. Every stone is a Gilgul. Every tree is a Gilgul. But this is a subject that we got to sit together and we'll be maybe with a table with, with books and we start reading from the book one after another. Again, it's not a fun lecture. So that's why I'm trying not to open that lecture. But if you, I tell you what to do. You can go on my site, vitaltransformation.org, and there is an all reincarnation there that I did for a few of the animals, for a few of the things. Uh, I also talk about what happened with gays, lesbians, how the soul get mixed. There, there is all answer there, but if you want. Again, it's not a motivational lecture, it's information. Just boring information. Not boring, but information from Rabbi Ezekiel. But again, you're not going to be happy after you read it. You know, it's kind of, it is whatever it is. Or as the new generation would say, you know, it is whatever it is. How is the new generation? It is whatever it is. You don't do it. It is what it is. Yeah, they shorted that, that, that thing. Yes, 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 somebody, yes. Um, Hi, Sarah. what's your name? Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, so you were talking about like how Hashem can make you pure and everything, and you mentioned people can murder and everything. So what's your opinion on being forgiven after Teshuvah for something like Kalanitz, like murder and other things? Like to be forgiven for things that doesn't make sense. To be forgiven for something that the Torah says is covered. Very good. First, everybody know what karet is? Karet, there is a certain sin that's considered karet. Karet. You want to give us an example of what karet is? Eshetish, something yeah. like this. Yeah. A man who sleeps with a married woman, eshetish. So, by the way, in this book, they, they, they give you exactly the tikkun of what to do with eshetish. Few people that uh, went to a rabbi and they knew what I do, the rabbi sent them to me, they tell me that's the sin I did, what's the tikkun? There is a tikkun in for Tikkun for everything. That's what Rabbi Isaac came to the world to make sure to give us Tikkun for everything. It's only Tikkun for the Olam Azeh. There is many levels. 
So you can fix your sapir, but there is another fix in the So the first thing is to go back to the Baal Shem Tov mindset. The creator can get you out of Egypt. The creator can make David Amelech Tzadik. What about Pacheva? What about Uriah? What in the end of his life? What is the, the end of life of David? What happened to him? Velamelech David, what did he say? They brought him a virgin, they put him in his bed, and he couldn't sleep with her. Why do they have to do all these things? I mean, he's 70 years old. It's embarrassing. Can you imagine a grandfather taking a young woman and not to sleep with her? That's the tikkun or whatever he did before. If you believe that the creator gets you out of it, the creator will make sure to put you in a position that you get out of it. But if you don't believe that the creator can get you out of it, then even if you make it out, or whatever you can do, staka, rabbani, all this thing, but you don't believe. If you don't believe, because you say, the cursed one and the blessed one cannot meet. If you feel that you're so blessed, that the creator is your creator, every year we come to Rosh Hashanah. I heard that there's rumors, people want us to do a Kabbalistic Rosh Hashanah. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do. It's a good idea, but small group, 20 people maybe. Okay, because Rosh Hashanah Kabbalistic is with Kabbalah and the Shofar is with the meditation. So you come to Rosh Hashanah soon. What are you saying to the Creator? Usually, ah, I'm never going to do it again. We all do the Darim. I'm going to study two hours of Torah, Allah, and this and that. Sukkot is over. Rosh Hashanah is over. I didn't promise all the answers. also. So, don't you think the Creator created you like this? He created you with both. So you got to recognize your weakness. You got to recognize the thing. It says in Shir Hashirim, "Vediglo alai ahava." Kotev Rabbi Lezer Papo Rabbi Lezer Papo said. I'll take it with the Lord. The is flag on me with love. He said, take it with the Lord. When he skipped, God said, I love it. So Rabbi Lezer Papa write, Hashem look at us like babies. So when the baby starts mumbling some words of Zohar, even if he doesn't understand, it's cute for God. Start seeing the POV of God, not your POV. POV of human is not the POV of the creators. It's something we cannot understand. It's only love. Unconditional love talking. So when you wake up in the morning and you say, I want to become better. At that moment, Hashem sent all his angels to you and start helping you to get better. In the path that the person chooses, they, they help you. If the person wants to do good, they send the angel to help you. Want to do better? Send them too. Even them send them. So call the Baal Everything is difficult. Yeah. So, would you describe Kalev Alice? Because I've heard so many different things. Like, Kalev is like, you're not Jewish anymore. Kalev is, Kalev is your life is Kalev. 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 Coming all the way from Atzilut. Your, your soul is coming from such a high level. There is, there is five Olam all. We are, we are, this level is called Asiya, very low level. But there is Olam, it's called Adam Kemoa, and so. 
in that level, that's where the soul comes from. That place is not bad. So it's coming all the way down into the body. We're coming to the body now, the body is full of nausea, negativity, and the soul coming from protection. The soul doesn't want to stay in the body. But is that they have to let them together alone? So when you say karet, the karet, most of the avodah is for the body. And what happened to the body? You bury it. Why we bury the body? To remind yourself, Bala Sulam Rabbi said to remind you, that's not the real mission. That's not the real mission. That's not the real mission. Your mission is the soul overcoming the body. What said the Rambam on Chuba? The Rambam in the Chuba, he said, make sure it's 51% mitzvot and 49% Arnold. And then you are a tzaddik. Rambam. For 51. Can you do 51% mitzvot? 49 Arnold. So the karet is, is a different level of karet. People are looking at karet for the body, karet for the soul, what happened with the upper world. Gehenom, that's the point I didn't want to talk about. There's a lot of details. But I, you know, because of time, because of this knowledge, but we should definitely arrange a lecture for if you want to go advanced. But again, you're not going to leave like, oh my God, I'm so happy. No, you're going to leave like, oh, 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 oh. I cannot judge even one human being anymore. You're going to look like that. You're going to look at everybody there, way righteous, and I'm happy being me. That's what happened to you after you start. But uh, don't have a crush yourself. It's, it's the worst weapon of, of Avodah Zarah. The, the Mekubalim said you should have two notes in your pocket. We, we should print it. One note says, For me, the world created. And the other pocket is saying, It's for me. You should know where you come from. Come from So when you feel bad, take the Take the note to say, fuck, the universe is scared of me. When you feel good, say, So the Kupalim said, you have two notes. He used to do it. He used to do it, and I like give them the two notes and say, carry it in your wallet. When you're up, do this. When you're down, do this. It, it really helps. Really help. But thank you for the question. So I cannot fully answer it. Yes. Um, I, I remember hearing that when, before Hashem decides to put like, your soul into your body or to give you to your parents, that, or right before you're born, that there's a voice in the Shemayim that said, like, this person is yeah. the soulmate yeah. of this person. Yeah, that's, that's what we're adding this oh, up. Okay. That's what the section is. Yeah. But where does the malach come into that? And also, why is it that malach? But wouldn't that mm. malach have to do with, like, nighttime? Don't talk with night, it should happen at night. That's a whole lecture. When when the Zivuk, when to make the children, what exactly will be the time, what is the Bakshavab is one of Zivuk, what the thought in the time of the intercourse, there is details of that. Thousand details. What is the verse you say before? There's so many important details that define what type of soul coming into the body. Because if the Zivuk, if the connection will be not good, the quality of the soul will come down will be from a different menu. You know, you have menu of an expensive restaurant, uh, downtown, the one, what do you call it, Wall Street, the most expensive in the world. And what is the name? Ooh, you have a swimming pool in the, in the middle. You have a candle. Yeah, yeah. You can have a soul from reserve card, or you can have, I don't know, falafel uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, you know. <laughs> so, 
So, so the Malach is, is just a helper. Of course, God is the one who makes the creator is the one who put, put us together. And the Gvara also talk about it. The Gvara said, what is Hashem doing after he created the world? He's sitting there and just putting two people together. That's the, the joy of Hashem. Nothing is more joy than the night of the wedding well, for the creator. You know how beautiful it is. And that's why the Khatan and the Kala become tzaddikim at that time. I don't know if you know. The night that they get married, they're both righteous. That's why some tradition, I don't think Sfaradim doing it, Ashkenazim, Hasidim doing it. They first don't see each other for seven days, seven nights. And then they fast and they do with the half Yom Kippur. Because they mitchaper kol after. All the sin will be removed. That's why it's good to go to the groom. Two things to do, and you will see me if you see me in a wedding. Usually, I go to the chatan and kala. Say, please let me serve you something. Something. Can I have a glass of water? Say, still we have waiters and all. Something for me. Can I pour a, a glass of wine? Can I do something? The biggest mitzvah. Biggest mitzvah. In the old days, the time of the gemara, the rabbi used to carry the kala on his shoulder. But today they were judging if he does that. But it was such an important thing. What left of it is the the admorim, the chassidim, the I don't know, they call it with the pachar, with the fabric, and they yeah. and they dance. It's that's what left of it. I mean, the old days, the rabbi used to yeah. even mishtachavet. One of my rabbi is still alive. May Hashem give him long life. Rabbi Mordechai Scheinberger. If I show you the video when he danced in a wedding, the, the guy is all back and broken. He's 91 years old. He can't walk. When there is a wedding, he, he cannot walk. You know what he did? He left his body all and he started dancing like this. He, he turned around like, like you know, on the floor just to dance in front of the Chatan Matana. And when they asked him what to do, so it's a Kabbalah, you have to. This is the Shekinah itself. So just to let you know, the night of the wedding, there is no more sin. So the Chatan can give you a blessing, the Kalak can give you a blessing, everything they say. They're Tzadikim, I hope they know it. They have Tzadikim at that time. So even if they have Karet, gone. You married? No. no, so don't worry. You get married? Don't worry. You marry? No more. No, no problem anymore. Everything is gone. Everything is gone. Let's get married. Get married. Israel. We need. Uh, I tell you a story. Uh, uh, it was a woman that I make a I make a bala tshuva. So she going in LA. Maybe she listening and she crying. She will cry now. And she tell me, Eliyahu, I'm about to give birth. This is my first child. I'm panicking. I'm really panicking. I don't know what to do. Can you come, please? Give me a blessing. This and this. So I told my wife, oh, I'm going to go. And said, yeah. she asked, you go. So I'm going to, where was it? Mount, Mount Sinai, right? In LA. Cedar Sinai. So I'm going to Cedar Sinai. I'm going there. And she told me, okay, give me Kabbalah. Give me something to think about. I say, you say what I tell you, and everything is okay. So what are you telling me? Say, you say, Master of the Water, I am bringing to you another child to your tribe. Please help me. She went in. What is 20 minutes? 20 minutes, there's a child. Like that. She's crying. May Hashem bless you with so many children because you are my inspiration. And this is how you need to think. When you think about the Creator doing all the work, you, your life changed. It's not about I'm doing the work. How much can you do? But when you connect your soul to the Creator, the Creator takes yourself. Let me clean it. Ah, not good. No, this is that. I know you need to go, all of you. I'm sorry I keep you too late. 